0: The pain, disappeared back where it had come from, somewhere in the centre of the pumpkin. She lay back, wiped a tissue across her damp forehead. Not indigestion, and three hours to go. You okay? The boy was looking at her, concern mixed with distaste. Yes. Fine. Thanks. He turned away, they had landed. Everyone was standing up, pulling their luggage down from the lockers. The moment had coincided with a very violent pain. She sat in her seat, bent double, breathing heavily. She was getting the measure of them now. They started, gathered momentum, tore at you, and then departed again, leaving you at once feebly grateful and dreadfully fearful of their return. Well, she hadn't had it on the plane." For the rest of her life, when she read of people describing bad experiences of childbirth, of inadequate pain relief, of briskly bracing midwives, of the sense of isolation and fear, she thought they should have tried it her way. Alone, in a space little bigger than a cupboard, the only pain relief distraction therapy. She counted the tiles on the walls more and more as the time went by her only companion a fly buzzing relentlessly. She worried about the fly, the dirt and disease it might be carrying, looked at it thankfully as it suddenly dropped, exhausted, on its back and expired. And then there were some brushes and mops and some clean towels. Thank God for those towels. How could she ever have thought one pack of cotton wool would be enough? Her isolation was absolute, her only midwife herself and her precious book, propped against the wall as she lay on the floor, studying its explicitly sanitised diagrams desperately, heaving her child into the world. How could she be doing this? So afraid of pain she couldn't have a filling without a local anaesthetic. So clumsy she could never fasten her own brownie tie. But she did. She managed because she had to. There was nothing else for it. And when it was all over and she had cleaned herself up as best she could and the room too and wrapped the baby the tiny wailing baby into the clean sheet and blanket she had packed in her rucksack along with the sharp sharp scissors and ball of string and large bottle of water which was the nearest she could get to sterilizing anything she sat on the floor slumped against the wall feeling nothing not even relief looking at the baby, quiet now, but breathing with astonishing efficiency, its small face peaceful, its eyes closed. It was over. She had become a mother, and in a very short while she would be one no longer. She could walk away, herself again, free, unencumbered, undisgraced. She could just forget the whole thing, completely It was over, wonderfully, neatly, absolutely over. The Year Before August 1985 They sat there in the departure lounge, on two separate benches, consulting the same departure board. Three girls, strangers to one another, the faded jeans, the long hair... The beaded friendship bracelets, the sneakers, the small rucksacks, vastly bigger ones already checked in, all marking them out as backpackers and about to be undergraduates. With school and parents shaken off, a few hundred pounds in their new bank accounts, round the world tickets in their wallets, they were moving off to travel a route that would take them in one or all of a clearly defined set of destinations. Australia, New Zealand, Thailand, Nepal and the Himalayas, and even the States. They were very excited, slightly nervous, above all impatient for the journey to begin, constantly exchanging looks, half smiles with one another, moving slowly physically closer as more and more people filled the lounge and the space surrounding them. It was the announcement that brought them finally together, the announcement that their flight to Bangkok had been delayed for three hours, Their eyes met, eyebrows raised, and they all stood picking up their bags, moving.